Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Highlander and the Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids are going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Ladies and gentlemen, Cleveland Effect does rock. This is the Emperor's Court here on First Will Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And it's been exactly seven days since we were last together, folks. Seven very long days. I know your life has been unfulfilled without me, but never fear. Don't worry. Calm down. I'm here. Wow. Are you sure there's enough room for you, me, and your ego on this show? If not, we can always get rid of you. Oh, wow. Me and the ego are doing just fine before you came along. Jeez. Ah! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here's how you can get in on the show. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. There you have it. And folks, make sure you have your alcohol and drink of choice nearby. You'll be doing a lot of the drinking game tonight because the Cleveland Cavaliers have begun the playoffs and will face off against the Chicago Bulls tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern. Yes, it'll be a wonderful four-game scrimmage for the Cavaliers. You know what? I'm willing to say it's going to go five games. If, if Those scrappy it Bulls might go five game games. Maybe the first game because Shaq's been out for like 20 games and LeBron's been sitting, so maybe they might steal the first game, but... That, that might be it. You know, I think they're actually going to take one in Chicago. You one, think so? One. I know it swept everybody and their mother last year. Uh-huh. But, no, I think they might actually get one. Chicago's a scrappy team. I mean, they're on the, you know, right, they're the basement as far so, as playoffs. So a, a, a five-game scrimmage for the, for the upcoming yes. Boston you know, yes. series. Yes, and that's, Boston will be the first test. You know, and I kind of wait, I want Orlando again. Well, I'm, I I'm, I'm sure we will. We'll, we'll probably slap them in the worst way. We'll probably face... Boston, because it's Boston and Miami in the first round, and I'm pretty sure Boston's going to beat them pretty handily. So it'll be Cleveland and Boston. Cleveland will probably win in six games, and then you've got Cleveland-Orlando, because I imagine Orlando making it all the way. Right. So And then we'll find out if uh, our money was well spent, because the, really the only reason we got Shaquille O'Neal was to stop Dwight Howard. And that's fine, and he's done it so far in the times he's had. He absolutely himself. has. I won't deny. So we'll, lanes, give him the ball, let him go. We'll, we'll see if uh, the money was well spent. We'll find out. Unfortunately, the Cleveland Indians have not fared as well, and being the big baseball fan I am, I'm a little depressed about that. I'm not too depressed at all. It's like, I mean, I don't dislike baseball, but of the three sports, it is my least favorite. If we were winning, I think your opinion would be different. A little bit, but but I probably would still. Fair weather bandwagon fan. And? I'm just saying. 
hey, if, if, if I'm going to plunk down 50 bucks for a ticket, I want to see a good product. I'm just kind of reading up here in IRC, folks. Join us in IRC, because that's where all the discussion uh, happens. Apparently, everybody's taking drinks already. Emp likes to stroke his ego. Or get people to stroke it for me, whichever works. I don't really Stay want to know on that. that do side you, of the table. Do you uh, pay Weirdo. people for that? I, I think you go to jail if you do that. Weirdo. Adjust your mic, our mic levels here. A lot kind of, of topics to go to yes, tonight. we have a lot to get through. We have yes. everything from last week. My apologies, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who were trying to get the podcast for last week's show. It did not get up right away like it was meant to, mainly because I have actually been, uh, well, dealing with some bad wrists. Yeah, that's good. Um, my job involves a lot of computer work, so you know I had to cut down on my porn, cut down on my gaming, cut down on everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't actually use any porn, so I didn't have anything to cut out there. But I've been in and out of the doctor's office actually all week, and I have not been online doing much of anything, as my clan members will attest to. I've been there to play many games. So, so is it is it carpal tunnel? Is that what it that's is? That's what I'm hoping to avoid, but that's what it's looking to be. Okay. Um, well, yeah, you, you might not have to have the surgery. I know that a friend of mine got that, and they got this special wrist thing that kind of moves your wrist up a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, so maybe that'll And help. I've invested it at work in a, a nice pad for the keyboard, one of those uh, mouse pads that has the uh, oh, okay. the, 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 the wrist rest on it. Res- yeah. Right. And it's something to help. They got me on steroids, which doesn't hurt. It just makes me really hungry. Oh, so. Okay. I don't know. I don't right. Just, yeah. um, and I'll, I tell you what, we'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and just tell you right now so you're not in suspense for the whole time. Because the podcast didn't go up very early and 95% of our audience gets our show via podcast, uh, there's not going to be any quickening. Uh, now, some of you did turn in questions, but not a lot of you, and that was because the podcast didn't go up very early. So we're going to have another week for people to catch up, listen, turn in questions for my quickening, and then next week I'll read off all the questions at the same time. So there you have it. Um, we also have to follow up on Shriggs because I believe we gave him marching orders last week to put up a Wikipedia page oh, for the Emperor's Court. Oh, right? See, look, it's already been deleted. I keep trying to tell you we're not notable. Well, what do we? How do they know if we're notable or not? They're like a friggin' nerd sitting in a basement, and they're not notable. They are. Who is Wikipedia to tell me that I'm not notable? But then, if tens if, if of you... thousands of people <laughs> listen to the show every week, how is that not notable? So, so I understand you're trying to gain acceptance by the very nerds that you're mocking. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Fine. It's At least you're consistent. Love. At least you're consistent. Uh, you know what? Fine. Maybe we're going about this the wrong way. Maybe we should help Wikipedia try and cut down on all the relevance. I should send out these forum rats, IRC rats, and cult members to go out and find the biggest articles they can and delete them from Wikipedia. Delete all of them. Damn it. Uh, I'm not relevant. Neither are they. You you realize that when they do that, they'll be banned from Wikipedia forever. Oh, no, they're banned from Wikipedia. Oh, no. All right. I'm just letting you know. Actually, what, what we really should do is start our own wiki. Because then we can put whatever we want on there. Wiki, winky emperor's court.com, wiki court.com just em- Yeah, like emperor's court wiki.com. Yeah, you, you can do Maybe that. Maybe we should. Maybe we will. And Wikipedia is open source. They, there's tons yeah. of wikis, yeah. We could. Empwiki.com. There you go. See? <laughs> Spiral said he'll delete it. Wow. What a jackass. Wow. All right, folks. Let's get down to business. We have a lot to get to. I know Highlander brought a bunch to the table. We have a bunch from last week we didn't get to. I know Mechahawk done left to send a couple in. That still sucks. So let's look at uh, let's not look at the foreclosures. That's for my real yeah. to look at. But uh, Which ones are we going to look at? Let's look at this one. Actually, Mechahawk sent this one in. This is oh, actually okay. kind of funny. I saw this in Fox today, but he sent me this a couple days ago. I, I have not seen this. It's the first time I've seen this. Uh, this one's brought to us by Newslight.tv. Uh, apparently... 7,500 shoppers unknowingly sold their souls. There's a uh, website out there called GameStation that sells games online. Okay. It's like a, you know, like an online store. 
And in their user agreement, when you oh. sign up to actually buy, they have mm-hmm. in the very bottom in the small print that you agree to sell your soul to them nice. as part of the transaction. That's that's pretty funny. Right. And they wanted to see if actually anybody paid attention to it. And it, the store claims this shows apparently uh, only a very few people did this, which was also re- would have rewarded them with a five-pound voucher. Oh, okay. Pound sterling is being in the British money. The store claims this shows 88% of people do not read the terms and conditions of a website before they make a purchase. You, you can sign me up as one of those 88%. Because it's always the same thing. It's, you know, look, I'm Boiler clicking point. through. No, I'm not Osama bin Laden. No, I'm not going to do child pornography. Whatever. It's fine. I, I, don't, I usually don't read it. You know, it's the same thing with World of Warcraft when people complain about, you know, the terms of service, EU, EULA. Look, I don't give a damn. I understand that. I'm not, I don't want to have to be a lawyer to play a game. I don't want to have to be a lawyer to buy something online. I understand that they put that stuff in this so they can screw with us and do whatever they want. I get it. But I'm the same way. It well, it's, it's, it's supposed to be to cover themselves when someone sues them. Right. That's what it's really supposed to be. Which, you know, anybody can sue on anything anyways. Yeah, but, but then so- you just get thrown out of, out of the court when they see that, oh, will you sign the terms of service? Sometimes. Well, you lose. Bye-bye. Bosses also say they will not be enforcing their rights and will now email customers nullifying any claim on their soul. Apparently. Allegedly. So this, of course, brings up the uh, religious question of, do these people damn themselves by selling their soul, or does this company damn themselves by buying people's souls? Or who are they to screw with Option three, that it's all a bunch of crap anyway, and it... That's the uh, Highlander option. That would be yes. the yes. That would be the rational common sense yes, option. Yes, when you're yes. writhing and burning in hell and popping is the fat burns off of you, and I'll be laughing with Saint Peter and throwing stuff at you in the lake. Of laughing fire. at Saint Peter. Okay. No, me and Saint Peter will be laughing at you. Right. As we throw stuff at you in the lake. Of right. Fire. Besides, I, it doesn't matter because I've seen South Park. The Mormons are the only ones getting it anyway. <laughs> that was kind of funny, actually. I, I I was talking last time I mentioned that I saw the uh, South Park episode with Tiger Woods in it and the Tiger Woods game they play throughout the mm-hmm. episode. It's funny. Did you it's see pretty the funny? Did you see the uh, first part of the two hundredth episode? Yes, I did. Yeah, Miriam and I watched it. I I actually want to cosplay as the super best friends, and I the whole the whole punchline of the whole thing is so you walk get a giant sensor. You walk around as as a giant black box that has censored, and then that's Muhammad. Tell me, tell me that would not be great if you go to a convention. You have like Jesus and Buddha, and then you have the the, the MCP from Tron is Moses. Yeah, tell me, tell me, it would be, be awesome, funny as hell. It yeah. would be great, except that only like you know five percent of the people would actually get the joke. But it no. would still be funny. People watch South Park. I, I I bet you if if people walked around like that, everyone would get the joke. But I I thought that'd be kind of that would be kind of funny. Wouldn't it be funny? That would be awesome. But I, I agree, and this, the reason I bring it up is because stuff like this happens all the time. There's so much crap you have to go through these days because it's such a sue-happy world we live in, at least here in the United States. I don't know how it is outside of, of uh, America as far as suing people over every little damn thing, over what they say, how they look, how they act, what they do, everything. So I, I'm the same way. I don't read any of it because, like you just no, said, it's all boilerplate. It, it's the exact same thing every same single thing. time. Yeah, exactly. Which kind of leads something. So was was this done just as a joke, or were they actually trying to prove a point? To prove a point the that nobody doesn't say. I, I'm guessing it was a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Personally, uh-huh. that that's how I took it, anyways. Okay. Um, let me go here. I, I, I kind of bring this in here since we're mentioning World of Warcraft, and it's kind of a, a lead in, and it's kind of not okay. World of Warcraft recently opened up, um, for people that know that we have the pet store, so you can go ahead and buy virtual pets. We had this discussion about throwing away your real money on virtual pets. Right. Well, now there's something new. There's something new. You can buy in the Blizzard store for the World of Warcraft. 
for those people who don't have the time or want something a little different, perhaps a little, uh, something a little uh, out of the ordinary, you can now buy yourself not just a pet. You can buy yourself an epic mount. Really? The Celestial Steed. You can, you can buy yourself an, an For epic the low, mount? low price of $25. 25 bucks for an epic mount? Yes. Let me see if I can find it here. And uh, I, I, I want to see what it looks like. The hell did it go? I don't know. Damn it. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Hang on. Nice. None well, left better be doing this for us than putting a uh, Celestial Steed. Yeah, so I think uh, okay, it. Okay, there we go. It All looks right, like so it's the same thing. Da, 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 it's the same thing. Where the hell is it? Uh, shop know. the pet store. Maybe it's in there. In-game pets. Let's see. There, there it, is. it is. The Celestial Steed. Okay, so it looks like a blue horse with a constellation inside it with armor. And it flies. Freshly born from the twisting nether, the Celestial Steed flying mount lets you travel in style of stride wings of pure elemental stardust. Wow. Wow. So you can get high. As pure elemental stardust. stardust. Not that cut stuff you get nope. over in Columbia. It will travel 310% speed if you have at least one other 310% speed mount. So you have to go through all the trouble of getting an epic flying mount to begin with. And then you can shell out 25 bucks and buy this thing. And I got to tell you, I don't like the graphics because the thing looks like it's unfinished. As far as, and it's got a flying version of it right below here. If you go to uh, us.blizzard.com backslash store, you can look at it. Is it because you, you don't like that it's it's translucent and it has the stars inside it? I mean, that yeah, it just looks like it's a, like a, a CAD drawing. It, it's in design. It I don't probably like the is. idea of actually selling. Look, my point is this. If you want to spend money on, so on a novelty pet, fine, go ahead. It's your money. However, I have a real problem when it comes to something that you can actually, it, it actually uses in-game. For instance, if I'm paying $15 a month to play a game already, mm-hmm. I'm paying them for the extra content. On top of having buy, bought the original game plus all the expansions. Sure. And now they're charging me additional money for an item that I can't get that allows me to use it in-game. I have a real problem with that. And here's why. And we've had this discussion before about there gets to a point where you start really gouging your customers. And I think Blizzard has really you know, jumped the shark as far as that's concerned. They've gotten to a point where they've got other games coming out. They've got StarCraft 2 they can bank on. Sure. They've got another MMO coming out. We know Diablo 3 is coming, if not this, this Christmas, then early in the spring. It's like they don't even give a damn anymore about the wild player base. They don't care. They're trying to suck every penny out of them. There's, I mean, they don't care if it's balanced. There's no lore. An item like this to be used should be available in game for somebody to get somehow, some way. I have a real problem with going the gunbound route and only allowing the stuff purchase of real money. Hmm. Are you sure there's no way to get it in game? Also, I it's believe, only here. Yes, I okay. believe that has been. They pointed out that the only way to get this is if you purchase it for twenty five dollars. Interesting. Yeah, but Fretz, mm. this is a, an epic flying mount, not just a flying mount. So there's a bit of a difference. Um, supposedly, it actually ramps up with you as you go, so you can buy it, and it'll work like, you know, uh, it'll be like 60% speed, and then 100% speed, and 310, etc., as you mm-hmm. go up. Right. But, I, yeah, we'll get to Infinity Ward later, folks. We'll get to that. I I think it is ruining the game, because now it's it's a sideshow. More people are paying attention to this. It's like, well, wait a minute. Well, why should I play the game then? Why should I go after this mount or that reward or this quest line? I don't have to do all that to get a flying mount. Screw it. I'll just go b- drop 25 bucks. Now you've just cut out a giant it chunk does, of the it, game. It, it does make it a little unbalanced, yeah. I would agree with that. It's it's part of why I don't play it anymore because it, it, it's like a big money hole. You just keep dropping money into it if you want to yes. keep keep up with everything that's going on. Now, I understand what it says that you've got to have the first mount. I mean, you have to have a, an epic flying mount to begin with. 
Okay, you can do that by grinding away the money. But Shimerka says, "Wow, it was always a sideshow." I'd argue, Emp. Well, you know what? I wouldn't say that. Through the first expansion, I, I would say that Wow was not a sideshow. I think it was progressing in a storyline. It had a direction it was headed, and you really wanted to see where it was going. You wanted to see what came after Molten Core, and then Blackwing Layer, and then you know and Necropolis, and what have you, all the way down. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the way. And I don't know if it was with the merger of Activision, but the game itself really took a back seat. The storyline took a back seat. Everything just kind of, you know, Divine Justice uh, of Clan Pilgars is just an aesthetic like any other trading card game stuff. It doesn't give a bonus besides the look. Well, yes and no, DJ. Uh, the trading cards game stuff was extremely rare. And the only stuff you can get in game was like an in-game pet, which made no difference, or you got like a 40-speed mount, like a turtle. Mm-hmm. And those were extremely rare. This is that anybody can drop twenty five bucks out and get it. Not to mention I mean, the stuff that you got in the card game wasn't really taking the place of anything in game that you can get in a quest that you had to have. Yes, as Fred says, if you only have sixty percent riding skill, it won't fly. Correct. So you right. still have to spend all the gold to get it. This is just—I mean—you shell out the money to buy it. Right, and then it just upgrades with you. Right as you go. Yeah. So I, I you know, I. The capitalist that I am, and I know you've defended this this standpoint too, is mm-hmm. grab all you can. There's nothing wrong with it. People will buy it if they want. You know, people won't buy it if they like. Yeah. Christmas says this. Total Biscuit said, I know you talked about this on Blue Please today. You don't buy those trading cards for the mount, but to play the card game. I would say most people do. That's correct. This is, is specifically for in-game. You drop 25 bucks on for a mount. Look, if you, want to, if you are that interested in being different from everybody else in Iron Forge... Or in chat, you know, or if you put in uh, Agamar, you want to have this flying semi mount, and you've got twenty five bucks to blow. I pity you. I really do. I, I can think of so many things I'd rather spend twenty five dollars on in so real that, life. Yes, not even in the game. About. Yeah, it just seemed. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose in a democratic fashion, it's because it's available to anyone. Right. So you know, if if anyone wants it, they can get it. So it's not like it's it's exclusive or anything. But still, it, it it does sort of smack of, of of cashing in on on the millions of people that are already playing the game to begin with. It it just seems like a like a, a quick money grab. Yeah, and that's that's my point is they're winding down this game. They've got Cataclysm coming up as an expansion, or uh, my guess is that's probably going to be the last one. I mean, they can keep making expansions, kind of keep dragging all the game along if they want to. That I understand that, mm-hmm. but. And, and maybe it's a doomsday type thing, and I know that's kind of a popular uh, a motif when it comes to World of Warcraft. Everybody wants to be the first one out the front to call when the you know sky is falling. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like it's it's smash and grab. It's a sinking ship, so take everything you can and F the rest. You think it's a sinking ship? I think they may see it from a development standpoint is they've already peaked. It's only to get smaller from here. Grab every penny you can from your very from your shrinking population. Hmm. They can shed three quarters of their population right now, and still be a successful game. Still be more successful than most MMOs out there. Sure, sure. I'm not about to say anything otherwise. But when you're appealing to say nine million subscribers as opposed to eleven million you had six months ago, it's stable at eleven point six million subscribers. I don't think that's right on left. I don't think it's actually sitting at that amount. I think that's where they peaked. I don't think that's where they're sitting. And I don't think they've been sitting at that for a long time. I've, I'm not sure how many. Are you talking about how many total? Actual active. Yes. Oh, that are active. active. Okay, yeah, that, that's a different story. That right. are active. And that's my point. If I mean, the last good chance you have of appealing to that many, it's at eight and a half, eight and a half million right now. So there you go. And that's my point. If you're appealing to eight and a half million people to spend your money to get a mount that 
when this game disappears, we'll disappear with it. As opposed to down the road when you decide to start, you know, decide to start gouging people as the game starts to wind down. Now you're down to five million, down to four million, down to three million. FIFA says Cataclysm will bring a lot of people back, though at least temporarily. Yes and no. You have to understand that every single expansion comes out doesn't sell the exact same amount of copies as the original. It never does, and no game ever has that. True. So if there's 11 million copies of Warcraft out there, maybe there's only 8 million copies of Burning Crusade. Right. Maybe only 7 million copies of, you know, Wrath of Lich King, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've not seen what the uh, sales totals are on all the expansions, so it, it's difficult for me to say one way or the other. But usually with things like that, with, with sequels, they tend to have diminishing returns on, right. on anything. And really. that's the same thing. Right. And it's not, that's not a slam against World of Warcraft. That's for every game. It's just, yeah, every game. Like most most media things, generally, the, the sequel doesn't do as much. The as difference the being in stuff that's a nonlinear franchise, like a Final Fantasy, where your sequels aren't linear and that's dependent on the previous game. Right. And those have steadily gone up. Now, I would imagine they're going to fall back down if they continue the Speaking of that, I, I have not touched Final Fantasy thirteen since I have last we either, talked. But mainly because of my condition, not because of the lack of desire to play it. Mine is mainly because of my real-life thing that I told you about before. Yes. I'm just not enough time in the day right now. Right. Well, it, yeah, I can understand that, so... Are you, going to, are you going to talk about that tonight? Are we going to get to that a little later? Or? Um, if, if you want me to bring it up, I'll bring it up with later. I think it's interesting to take a look into it because we don't really talk about our lives a great deal. All right, all right. So I think that'd be a nice little uh, a window into the you know hellhole that is Highlander's life. Right now? Uh, you can talk about it whenever. But right. if we're winding down this conversation. Okay. Um, it, it's funny. On Final Fantasy thirteen. they actually had a pretty funny Penny Arcade. Let me pull it up here. They had a, I'm a big fan of Penny Arcade. Let me see if I can pull this up. They're actually talking about... Um, Specifically about Final Fantasy Thirteen, and the uh, narrator was basically saying, uh, I think this is Tycho was saying that he's having a very hard time actually getting back to the game itself. He's finding a hard time. It's to- the exact same yes. with me because it's the the story is just so nebulous, and the only way to uh, really understand what's going on is to spend time in the game reading like the the glossary, reading the the, the terms of what everything is. And it's funny because in the uh, cartoon, it's two developers trying to tell one of the characters that he's got to keep playing. He's got to get through the tutorial. And the character says, well, how long is that? One guy says, oh, like 35 hours. And the other guy says, well, I did it in 33. <laughs> the, I, it, it's difficult to say when the tutorial stops because there are things that keep popping up that I've encountered so far that you know they explain what's going on and how to do it. I mean, even up to like the, the hour number 15, there was still... Menus that popped up saying, this is how you do this. So I've heard about 20 hours takes you to get through everything you're going to need in the game. I've, I've heard that, and, and I'm, I'm right there at about the 20-hour mark. I'm, I'm figuring that I, I don't want to give anything away, but I, I will say that I've, knowing where the story is going, something pretty big is, is about to happen, I, I can tell. That's probably going to change the whole story of the game. So I'm not surprised that it comes at about the 20-hour mark, but... Like I said, it's just so tough to get through the story because there's all these all these terms just flying by, and like the there's there's no way for you to catch up because it just keeps going so fast. All these things are happening, and then every, the party splits up three different ways, and then you're trying to keep up what's going on, and then to keep up with it, you have to go into the menu and start reading stuff. And like like I said last week, if I wanted to read stuff, I'd get Final Fantasy 13 the novel rather than Final Fantasy 13 the game. And I'm not, I don't, you know, want to take away all the the text from it and the conversation between the characters and all that. I get that. Oh no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not but talking about the text. Like I'm talking, I'm not talking the text as the characters are talking. Right. I'm talking about you pausing the game or stopping the game, putting, you know, putting the the main menu up, and then having to go into the it's called the data log, 
and just start reading like every single thing that pops up so you know what's going on when it happens. And that, that to me is, is, is very poor design. Yeah, the the RSS. Yeah, they have. It's like a virtual RSS feed in, in the game. Which I I I hate that. On a, a completely unrelated note, Samsung brought out uh, recently. I believe it was either this week or last week. Their new 3D TV. Did they really? Yes. Mystic Mim has joined us. Wow. In IRC, and apparently she speaks Spanish. I was questioning her on uh, Twilight, actually, today, because that's a was a raging debate on the VTWProduction.com forums. Twilight was? Yes. What's what's there to debate about Twilight? Um, Either you like it or you don't. I mean, I yeah, guess if you're going to debate that. Like, but. Pedophilia and beating of women and the Mormon connection. By the way, uh, Mystic Mim, apparently the author is Mormon. You were wrong. I had, well, I, I had read that she was Mormon. Now, maybe she's not Mormon anymore because she's writing all these, like, you know, dark-ish novels about stuff but she was raised mormon I, I can i can definitely attest to that shimaruka says the 3d tv's been out for about four weeks now. well they just got to cleveland last week so shut your hole anyway much, so they're out how much are they going for uh you know i had that look let's take a look right now right. um i do know that they they're not true 3d in the same way that you think like you go in a theater you put the glass on it kind of pops out at you right okay well, apparently it's only 3d actually in the tv itself it's kind of like a like a 3d box right? like you're looking into a like a so like, like a only fish tank only a certain portion of it is 3D? Yeah, it's kind of like a fish tank. You can look inside and see the fish kind of swing around the back and the front and top and bottom. Kind of like that. Oh, uh, okay. Well, how is that different from just what you watch on TV anyway? Because there is uh, there is depth perception when you watch television. I guess this gives you more than depth perception. Let's okay. Can, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you what... Uh, uh, no, it's cool. I, yeah. Let me look it up here on BestBuy.com. We'll take a look to see what the 3D uh, setup is. Please enter your word. Keyword or just get 3D. Yeah, 3D. How about yeah, that? That's probably good. 3D is coming home. Uh, Holy. Holy. Look at that. Are those LED TVs or those three? Out 3Ds. 24. That's it? That's not that really? bad. I mean, that, um, that, don't get me wrong. You know, 2400 American dollars is a good chunk of change. But oh, here's for a, for a giant yes, TV. Battery-powered glasses, $150 bucks oh, a pair. Oh. So you have to buy the TV. Then you have to buy these. Or you can buy the rechargeable battery, uh, rechargeable glasses for 200 bucks. And those are the adult ones. So if you have kids, you have to get the kid version. Interesting. Now, I'm all for people being early adopters. I'm just curious what the hell you're going to watch on TV since there's nothing in 3D. The, on, the only channel that I, I had heard that ESPN was going to launch a 3D channel. But yes. That was the only thing that I had heard. Talking about it. Oh, so, talking, oh, I, I thought they had confirmed that they were doing it. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure they confirmed they do it. It's not out. That's my No, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so great. Out, yeah. You've got your 3D, home, your 3D you know, TV. You've got your, you know, your cool glasses. You go home and you watch the same TV that we're watching right now. Was, was it you that said that they're working on... 3D technology that doesn't require glasses? Someone is. I did not say, cause I, I would not be surprised if they were. I'm okay, sure how okay. well work. then somewhere along the, the internet, I had read that companies are looking into producing the 3D effect without you having to put on glasses to see it. I don't know how you do that. Smarter people than me are coming up with that, I guess, but that's, that's the rumor that I had heard. So cable can suck in three dimensions. Suck out loud. Thank you, Mystic Mim. Nice input. It would have been funnier if you were on the mic, but um, <clears throat> yeah, there's, they're asking why there's battery-powered glasses. To be honest, I'm not entirely sure why you need battery-powered glasses. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why they're battery either. The I didn't need them when I used to play Rad Racer back in the day. So there's that. It doesn't really say. It just says Sus- specifications. It's weight. It's compatibility. 
Most, most Panasonic Plasma HD TVs that support 3D technology. I was most. aware they even had any. This is a Panasonic brand, not even the Samsung. Customer reviews? One. The 3D glasses are too big. Uh, what's great about it? The 3D picture quality is outstanding. What's not so great, glasses were not adjustable. What the I, hell is he watching? I love, love, love the Panasonic 3D television. It beats the Samsung 3D television out of the park. The only thing that I had a problem with was that the Samsung 3D glasses were too big for my head. I don't think that they're adjustable. If not, that is the only thing I would ask for Panasonic to fix. I would definitely purchase the Panasonic 3D plasma television before I purchased the 3D Samsung. The 3D picture pops out just like the movie Avatar. I'm sold. No, bull. I, okay, every single review, everything else you heard thing on rate seen on, seen on TV and heard on radio says the exact opposite. It does not pop out of the TV like it does in the theater. It's It's like... Looking into it and it pops up. It, it's hard to explain the way they're talking, but it happens actually in like in the box. It doesn't come out. Okay, you know, so normal three D kind of floats in your face. You want right. To reach up and so grab it. so okay. So I think I know what you're talking about. So imagine like the the screen, like imaginary screen, pushed back a yes. couple inches. Yes. Okay. So everything happens on like the invisible screen behind the screen, and right. then the three D effect occurs on the actual screen. Yes. Okay. I gotcha. So, I, I, you know, 3D TVs come out a lot sooner than I thought because they're talking, you know, 2011 before they hit the, the stores. But really, what's the point? It's All it is is a glorified high-definition TV. You can't do anything with it. I don't know. How many 3D movies are out there? I honestly, I honestly don't know. I've, I've not looked into it. I, I'm not going to get a 3D television. I'm not going to buy $200 glasses for I'm it. I'm not either. So, it is a near-age like so it's not 3D. I guess technically it is, and to my justice, I don't really hear any, any crap from you. You who can't be bothered to come into Ventrilo and play with your clanmates on StarCraft 2. He wants to go home ass. at 6? He's in the West. He's in Vancouver. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think we just got on the air like 40 minutes ago, dude. That's right. No one's forced you to stay, DJ. Hit the bricks! You friggin' Asian. He's an Asian-Canadian. We have a lot of those. Buck Wilds, Vietnamese. He's friggin' Korean. I don't know where all these guys come from. Um, I see well, when, deemed to join us. When a mommy and a daddy love each other, they have a special hug that they do. And nine months later, the stork comes and drops a baby down the chimney. Well, that's one thing. Mr. Bing brings this up, too. Is apparently there is a rash of epileptic seizures happening for people watching these TVs. If you watch for well, too if, long and get up and walk away, because the uh, depth perception uh-huh. changes so radically. Right. People having seizures, they're falling, they're well, hitting the walls. If, if I knew I had that condition, I probably wouldn't be buying a TV well, like that in the first place. Well, have the condition. What happens is they get so used to watching 3D, like say you get up and go to the fridge, you get a oh, pop. okay. Well, all of a sudden your depth perception is thrown way off. Interesting. Or you can't handle it, and now you start going to seizures. You know, believe it or not, that's actually not that specifically, but that's one of the reasons why virtual reality has stalled completely. Because yes, as because when when you're doing virtual reality, when you have the glasses on and everything, um, your your brain is wired to start paying attention to the virtual reality, which doesn't quite match up. You know, maybe you you're consciously you don't notice, but unconsciously your brain notices. And then when you take it off, you find that your your depth perception has subtly changed, and you're bumping into stuff. Um, so maybe that's part of the same reason as to why the epileptic seizures are happening with the 3D television. It's possible. Folks, real quick, um, a couple of people are telling me, do I sound particularly low? Is the volume on my end low on my microphone? It, I thought the level was fine, but I could be wrong. 
Well, Highlander's always loud. Yeah, that's because I... He's loud. I enunciate. See, what you have to do is you have to talk through the microphone, not at the microphone. Well, thanks for that. I'm going to write that down right, All right now. Well, uh, apparently... This coming from you. Um, did, did you not say that I'm the louder one of the two? You're always, you've always been louder. Uh, no, you yes. have always been the louder one. What? In real life? Yeah, oh, in real... Mystic Mim and uh, 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 a bias aside... Back, back me up, people that I know will back me up that says whatever I say. louder than me. On this show, yes, but no, in real life, no, no you're, you're louder than me. You lying sack of dog crap. That's not true. I'm at 70, 25% stream volume. It's still pretty loud. Highlander's a liberal, so he's louder. Ah, oh, isn't that the truth? It's called jamming. It's not, uh, you know. I learned from Ann Coulter. Oh, okay. The Coltergeist? Yeah. yeah. When you start screaming and, and yelling, it's because you have nothing to say. You just have to try and jam everybody out. Oh, jamming. okay. Gotcha. Interesting. Highlander's always louder. I actually got his volume turned down. See, I, when I ever watch Fox News, I always figure that the louder one, the louder you get, the more, the more truthy. In real life, Highlander's louder. See, there it is. Okay. Even she agrees with me. Maybe, maybe I just you know, don't notice it. Mouth. Maybe you know, I just don't notice it. Yeah. You know, hang on. I'm going to adjust it right now. Hang on. All right. Meanwhile, I'll keep talking and say whatever I'd like. We had our uh, we had our tea parties. Here in America, I don't know if you, uh, I was you guys not here in the United States are familiar, but uh, I was there. The tea parties they they kind of harken back to the Boston Tea Party, and if you don't know what that is, just you're on the internet right now. Just Google it and figure it out. But anyway, it's it's uh, groups of individuals who don't like the government per se. They want the government to be much smaller. They don't want the government to intrude so much on their lives. And they've chosen uh, April 15th, which here in America is the day that we is the last day to turn in your income tax forms, the forms in which you have to pay the government your income taxes. So they choose that day to sort of hold rallies all over the country and they have flags and they talk about how horrible the government is and blah, blah, blah. And you said you, you attended one of these? I went to one. Actually, it was across the street from the, my building. I was there. I went after work just to see what's going on. And I was surprised. And I, I know we're supposed to kind of avoid politics here, but, you know. Right. Well, no, it, we there's no way to avoid anyway, it with this, so. yeah. Um, I expected, like, 25 people there, 30 people there. With I figured there'd be more yeah. than that, but. There was about 7,800 people. Hmm. When I got there, I mean, the mall was packed. I was surprised. I'm like, Was it in the, the Galleria? No. See, uh, uh, Mall C, between the courthouse and. Oh, the, out there by the, the medical mart. By the free stamp? Yeah, it actually, is on the other okay. right, and there's a oh that uh, by where that board. where that stupid medical convention center is going to go. Mar- yeah, so where City Hall is on the other side of City yeah, Hall. Yeah, I know where that is. Yeah, that that medical mark convention. Well, that's that's the biggest. Never going to happen. Oh, I, I bet you it will happen, and it'll cost us so much money, it'll be useless because you know. Kind of like the casino. Nobody, you know, when you think of Cleveland, you think of conventions, don't you? I know I don't. Name me one convention that's ever turned a profit. None. That's turned a profit. It's a it's an actual statistical fact that conventions lose money. Mm, in what the first do? year or two, they lose money, but no, like well, how kind of? I'm sorry, 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 scratch that. Convention centers. Oh, convention lose, centers. Sorry, that's right. I missed. Convention okay. centers lose money because you never um, you never make enough to pay it back. I I I honestly don't know. I mean, if, if you really want to know, I could I could call up the people I that mean, run. They actually the, said. I mean, that's that, that run news, the the, the Greater Columbus Convention Center, and I've I've worked with them long enough that they would be honest with me. But 
Um, I, I don't really know how much the, the overhead cost yeah, is. The for conventions kind of might turn a profit. The building itself does not. The building itself doesn't. Interesting. I don't because the convention centers cost a lot of money. Yes, they do. But you want to bring it in for every, for all residuals too, for people to go to the restaurants and go there, you know, everything else around. True. There. So I mean, you have to count all that. I mean, are you counting all the restaurants inside and everything, no, or are you talking just, just the building itself? Is is what they're referring to? Hmm, okay. At any rate, I've never heard um, of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of I'm a, not saying you're wrong. I've just never heard that. That's it's all. kind of a sore point too, because I, I, we're not going. This is the first year we're not going to Otakon for like ten, first time in ten years, mm-hmm. and I really like going the whole, you know, shebang. But it's just not in the cards this year, especially. M sounds like he's away from his mic now. Well, you were for the for a second or two. Okay, but I shouldn't be away from my mic now. I'm right in front of it. Uh, See, that's better. Yeah, so you were just leaning back. That's okay, all. well, so no leaning back for you. I tell you what, I'm going to do. My next paycheck. You, you know what? And, and I, I tell you what I'm going to do. You're going to get the big old microphone? Scratch that. I'm also bringing this up now. Um, for those who are listening to Shotcraft prior to Empress Court going on the air, I am no longer doing Shotcraft. Starting next week, Empress Court will go back to doing 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. So we'll be, on, we'll be back to a hard, you know, uh, a hard break time from 6 to 9. So we'll be on... What I'm going to do, though, is I was taking donations for the uh, new PC, basically for Shoutcraft. Right. The idea in mine was to broadcast better, you know, st- a video stream. And since I'm not doing that, I cannot, in good conscience, ask people to, to donate money for a computer I'm not going to build and don't need. True. That's very true. So I've got so many donated. Uh, I'm going to take that money. I'm going to buy, if, if nobody minds, those who've actually donated the money. Uh, what I have, I'm going to take, and I'm going to buy new boom stands, ones that actually stand up next to the chairs and then put the microphone in front of us. Oh, nice. As okay. opposed to having these really small, cheapy ones I bought that, because I wanted to keep everything as cheap as possible since I didn't want to gouge people more money. Sure, sure. And they run about 50 bucks, so we're going to go out and buy those so we can actually get in front of the mic instead of having to hunch over like this, because I got to tell you, after two hours broadcasting like this, my back is killing me. Yeah, because we, we do kind of have to hunch over a little bit. We look like the friggin' hunchback of Notre Dame when this is all said and done. Actually, uh, that, uh, Fretz brings up a question. I never thought about that. Uh, when you go on your honeymoon, who's going to do the show? Hi to Mystic Mim's mom. Um, <laughs> Mystic Mim says, he won't have time during the honeymoon. Good question. Well, one of two things is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Either you and I, because you're going to be busy with the wedding, too, being the turn of the wedding party. True, but I, I won't be at the honeymoon, right. though. Yeah, I understand that. Right. So, I, I, I guess it depends on how long your honeymoon. Are you going for like one a week? week? One, one week. week. Have you figured out where you're going yet? I know you've got... A couple uh, balls in the air you're juggling. I believe it's been settled on uh, Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach? Yeah. That's a nice place. I've been there once. But, uh, well, we can do a couple different things. If you can get a PC that runs, I can give you the equipment you can cast it yourself, even mm-hmm. on solo. Or we can record a podcast ahead of time and just put it up there and have somebody run it. Uh, or we can get a guest host. We can do any, Or we can you just take the week off. We you don't, don't uh, trust me to sneak into your uh, crawl like space it. here and... Well, I suppose that's not with stuff. Well, I'll tell you what. It depends on, on if we get this house. What if <laughs> Seifert wants to know if you get finished early, quotation marks. Well, I don't finish early. And if not, I'm sure there's more time to start it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's an option, too. Yeah. Okay, just depending on. Well, I, 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 guess I literally I haven't even thought about that, but it's it's coming up. A month and a half. Yeah. Christ, do you understand? I'm going to get married in a month and a half. I have to. I, I'm going tomorrow to get my uh, fitting. I, say, I keep putting I, that off, and I know I shouldn't. Mister McMahon's been bugging me about that. So in fact, I got to get the rest of the invitations out. I only got a half amount. Jeez, it's in a month and a half. Dude. Shut up. Usually, you, usually people put those out like 
six months. The people I haven't sent them out to are a family. I already know it's coming. So all okay. right, okay. But um, God, I'm married a month and a half. Long. What would I call? I don't think I'd call it. I I just it just be the Emperor's Court. I would just call it the Emperor's Court. Like if I did it myself, it, it's still the Emperor's Court. Just yeah. Then Mr. Williams counting down the days. Yeah. So am I. So am I. What? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed freedom. Ah, uh, ah, uh, exactly. Uh. <laughs> Mr. Pim, I sent mine over a month ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I you guys have separate. Why, why do you guys have separate? Her family, her friends, my family, my friends. Right. I, I figured you would just do all the invitations at the same time. No, she takes forever. I, I'm much, you know, more on top of things. Um. What? <laughs> Moving she, on. She said, okay, all right. Too much time in all right. Yes. All right. Even exactly. though that made no sense what you just said. Shut your hole. All right. So that's what I'm thinking is taking the money and using that for boom mics. But absolutely, he could handle the show. So I, you know, I've actually, when I first talked about the radio thing, I wanted him to do his own show. Yeah. That was a, when I got dragged in. He wanted me to do a show myself. Dragged in. I, I, I still remember like, head. hey, what are you, are you doing anything? Yep. And, and I, I actually remember, well, am, am I going to get paid? That was the first thing I asked. <laughs> Because well, no, under the well, when you'd first brought it up, I I was assuming you were doing it like every day. Oh, because okay, I was gotcha, like, dude, right. if if I'm doing like a two hour show every day, then you know I'm I'm getting paid. I'm right. sorry, because <laughs> that's a lot of work. To, yeah, but once I realized it was once a week, how's the paid thing working out for you? Yeah, me? gotten paid yet? Uh, um, I've gotten paid in awesomeness. See, and we got all this equipment that people paid for. That's right, so, and we'll be paying for it more again. So I actually I might do that tomorrow since my Saturday's kind of. I have two things to do tomorrow. Three things. One, I got to send out another list of houses to the realtor. Two, I got to send the rest of my invitations. But three, I'm going to buy some boom mics for these microphones, or boom stands for the microphones mm-hmm. so, for us. Solo shows by Highlander equal fail. Wow. wow. Neil Rage is not a Highlander fan. No, well, um, well, that's because he's a dick. Holly Berry, Highlander solo. Why do I expect explosions, lots of ums, and feminist rallies? Wow. Wow. The IRC rats have turned against Highlander. Not, they used to be have your back and everything. Not Spyro. Spyro says no, it won't fail. Yeah, but he's he's a freaking purple dragon. Who the hell cares? The show can't succeed without Ems ranting. It's true. Really? <laughs> He could do it for three hours. Of course I could do it for three hours. hours. Can I shout cast the wedding? No, little Rex, you cannot. All right, we're way off track here, so I suggest we take a break and get us back on track. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in about ten minutes. And wow, my microphone is really low. I don't know why. just is. All right, folks, we'll be back here in about ten minutes, and we'll continue this discussion. We've got a whole lot. We have gotten to like two topics so far. More to come. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to The Emperor's Court. You can micro-me any day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back here to The Emperor's Court here on First of World Productions, vtwproductions.com. I am, of course, The Emperor, joined by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And here's how you can get in contact with us for the show. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. For the Emperor! 
All right, Hellander, we were talking a couple things off the air, actually, and Holly Berry brought this one up, and I believe this is a... I'm going to bring this up here real quick. There's a couple of stories we actually just added to our lineup we're going to get to first. Oh, this guy. Okay. This douchebag we covered a couple months ago. Yes. Um, Eric Estavillo. I can't even pronounce his name. We'll just call him Eric the D-Bag. Uh, this is on the Escapist, escapistmagazine.com. And Holly Berry has given us this is a bit of a follow-up. This is the dude that was suing everybody and their mother, the Xbox, PlayStation Network, Yeah, for, for, for being, like, too addictive or yes, something like something that? Like yeah. That. And apparently he's decided in a, he decided to drop all of his lawsuits. The suits failed to take... Okay, here it is. Stavo has a long record of litigation against a number of large companies, which have been uh, basically... Uh, corporate and celebrities for reasons some might call frivolous. In July, he sued Sony for banning his PlayStation account, which he relied on for socialization due to suffering from agoraphobia, a fear of crowds. He then sued Microsoft in November on Xbox 360 because his 360 suffered the infamous Red Ring of Death, which is basically your fan died and then so did your Xbox. Right. As well as Nintendo for a recent update that disabled a homebrew Wii channel that he used to unlock characters <laughs> in Mario Kart Wii. How dare you catch me cheating! Yes. Uh, yeah, of course, that's not new. People have sued Blizzard, and I remember Origins got uh, a lot of lawsuits over Ultima Online. Have they really? Because they started banning people for using Ultima Online Assist, that program oh, we used to use. I remember that one, yeah. Okay. And so many people used it, and they got tired of being sued. They just bought the company. Wow. And said, okay, now you're RU Assist, so you can buy the license through us. There you go. Anyway, so his decision to drop the cases, he said, in the stress of the long wait for his cases to resolve, which in turn led to his doctor advising he walk away. <laughs> right. That uh, sounds like a bunch of crap. He also cited panic disorder and Crohn's disease as health issues keeping him from following the lawsuits to completion. Like also, like also a number of thing changes were made that apparently appeased Estevilo. Really. I wonder what, what they, yeah, I, what changes. I wouldn't give that guy two cents. They probably gave him like a free month of Xbox Live. Or I wouldn't even give stupid. him that. I'm, I'm just saying. I it don't know. It would cost them more the lawyers to fight this ass person. God, I caught myself. Asperger's syndrome. We really got to get get onto a, a all mature rating here. There you go. The fact that he couldn't afford the process server, uh, the process server fees to serve people like Bill Gates and Winona Ryder probably helped the decision along as well. He's dropped off the map. All of his sites and blogs have been obliterated from the internet. God only knows if we heard the last of him. I would hope so. That's crazy. So, uh, again, apparently he... If I was him, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be ashamed. And his real name's out there, dude. That's not his online handle where he can just switch That's, that's probably why he's not on the internet anymore. It's because people found out where he lives and all his information and all that kind of crazy stuff. That's, that's crazy. What an ass... This one's sent in by Mechahawk, uh, and this is, it's kind of jumping in front of other stuff we had, but it's so funny, we got to bring this up. So you want me to? You do it. Yeah. All right. The title of the article, and I'm not making this up, Woman Falls Off We Fit Board Becomes a Sex Addict. This is from Destructoid.com. A woman from Manchester is blaming We Fit for turning her into a sex addict. 24-year-old Amanda Flowers fell off her balance board while playing Nintendo's blockbuster placebo and claims that the stumble somehow turned her into a nymphomaniac. Amanda claims that she craves sex at least 10 times a day. And it does not give her phone number. That's a tragedy. The slightest vibration in the air will give her the horn, meaning all she has to do is feel her phone and it's like Niagara Falls in her pants. 
According to Flowers, quote, it began as a, t- as a twinge down below before surging through my body. Sometimes it builds up into a trembling orgasm. With no cure, I just have to try to control my passion by breathing deeply. Hopefully one day I'll find a super stud who can satisfy me, unquote. I well, have that no, super stud. No, no. Gamecrush.com is the super stud. Oh, wow. That's, that's what, a match. See? We need, to com- we need to combine the two. We need to find out where she lives. That's good thinking. And get her up as our stooge for Game Crush because not only will we laugh at it, but we might actually help her in the process as well. It's like killing two orgasms with one stone. That's ooh, that's thinking. That's thinking of uh, wow. But no, this is a serious. Uh, no, we're not making this crap up. No, this it's, a, it's a real website. It's apparently serious. I don't. I don't know how that would happen though. I mean, um, would you break something in your hip, I, or would you? I'm, I'm trying to think of the anatomy of. Falling, I mean, the, the balance board is not theory. that high off to begin with anyway. I have a theory. Okay. I think she's just a slut who found a convenient way to break the news to her parents. By the way, Mom and Dad, I'm a whore, and Nintendo did it to me. You really think that's the reason? Do you why? really think falling off a Wii Fit made her into a nymphomaniac? I, I can only go by, by what the story says. I mean, I, I would assume she's... I mean, is that something you'd really want to say to someone? Or well, you, it's funny. At the, at the end if, here... If, if you're going to lie about it, why would you lie about, hey, guys, I'm a nymphomaniac. Whoops, not really. Oh, I'm fibbing. That that doesn't seem like something you'd want to you know, make up and tell everyone what you are. The author of this on Destructo.com goes on to say that she's talking as if, she's one of the, as if this is one of those fake letters at the back of a porn magazine. <laughs> Nevertheless, she does have this problem. I know a certain golfer might be able to help her. <laughs> yeah, you know. There you go. Man, strippers shouldn't feed a lion. Lions wouldn't date a stripper, but I bet a tiger would. That's a little aside there, but I just had to get that in there. That, that, this that chick is. I have never seen anything like that before, ever. You know, ever. I don't get married till June, so you know I might be able to help her out. I'm just saying. That's I'm just saying. Your words, not mine. I'm not going to get about that. All right, let's go to let's go South to Korea. South Korean officials to limit online gameplay by youths. It's a good thing because we need the rest of the world needs to catch up. That's so. right. This is our opportunity to take back StarCraft for America. That's <laughs> exactly RTS. why I got that. So anyway, Seoul, South Korea. South Korean officials are enacting a curfew for underage video game users. The move is to prevent kids from staying up all night playing online video games and ensure they get some rest. That's what? That's crazy. What? That there are that many kids staying up all night that the government feels they need to curb. What is this? China? This is a better. There's a better question here. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh well, no. I mean, if, if you know anything about South Korea, they they are a democracy, I suppose, but it's a very like hardcore like one party, you know, totalitarian democracy. Like you can say whatever you want, but if you say anything bad, you uh you know might want to look over your shoulder. But there's there's a a, a a very obvious question that needs anyway, to be asked. Anyway, officials will be instituting a six-hour blackout period dubbed Nighttime Shutdown. The Ministry of Culture, Sports, and Tourism decree allow young gamers the option of choosing their cutoff time, midnight to 6 a.m., 1 to 7 a.m., or 2 to 8 a.m. Officials also announce a plan that will slow Internet connections dramatically to make online video game playing nearly impossible for underage gamers who log too many hours playing. Like the, China. the combined efforts of the shutdown and reduced internet speeds is the ministry's hope to curb online game addiction. Wow. So what's to stop them from playing single-player games, playing LAN games? What's to stop them from doing that? Yeah. Well, these you think are game addiction is going to go away because these are that? young kids. I I don't know if they're going to be 
all getting together at someone's house to link together their, their systems. I don't know. Critics of the proposed plan feel online gamers will simply find ways around the government measures. Ministry officials intend to establish a countermeasure for kids using their parents' residence registration number to set up online accounts sometime in the coming weeks. It will move beyond the four current most popular games to the 19 games that represent nearly 79% of the online game market. Oh, Jesus. So they have, they have 19 games over there. 80% of their market. Wow. Eight, eight out of every 10 games is an right. online game like, like WoW or all that kind of... That's, wow, that is crazy. Now, that's a lot of... Here's two questions that pop in my head. Uh-huh. First being the obvious one. Where the hell are the parents? What parent allows their kid to stay up all hours I don't, of the yeah, playing really. online? Yeah, if if you're any kind of a parent, you would just yes. turn it like turn it off, go to bed. You know, my parents didn't let me play games all, all hours of the day. Let me do them either. Hell, they didn't let me play for more than like an hour before they kicked me out the door. Now it it doesn't say. It just says for underage video game users. It doesn't actually say what the age. I mean, they're talking about fifteen and under, or oh, oh, or, or okay. do they or, or eighteen and under? I mean, well, I, I don't know we what they assume that they're people if they're underage and they're under their parents. You know, ages. So they're so, they're like teenagers, probably. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, or or younger, right? And the second question is, what the hell is your kid doing online if they're underage to begin with for that many hours? They're playing the games. That's my point. Where are the parents? Right. No, I, I agree with you. I, the, this, it, the parents should be stepping in, and that the government. Ha- and but course, apparently, it's it's that bad that the government feels they have to step in. Well, I mean, the, this is what I'm saying. The Chinese government does the same thing. You know, but and that that but they limit everybody three hours. I think of what is what it is. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, um, anybody in IRC can back me up on that. I'm pretty sure. Is that because I mean, I, obviously, besides the fact of how China runs their country, is that also more to do with the fact that um, there's so many people that would be online that, like, if everyone no, got online at the same time, playing. they don't want people playing the game. It's just like World of Warcraft. They they allow you to only play a couple hours. You know, I think it's like three hours, and then they have it built into the game where like your experience stops hmm. or. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, your connection will slow down, or you'll be disconnected from the game, or what have you. Right. They just okay. they don't want people playing that much because they want them out and doing other things. Okay. The kids all work in sweatshops. There are no parents in Korea. Okay. Hmm. Barry. Um. I, I no. want a record that the racist comment did not come from us this time, or from I you. That's a rarity. Yes, that is a rarity. <laughs> yes. I don't think there's any. There, there's. I mean, probably maybe North Korea there might be sweatshops, but not in South Korea. That's a pretty industrialized modern country. Not like Burma or you know something like that. It's horrible. But that for any democracy of any kind, for any any civilized, you know, yeah, technologically advanced. Like nation, I said, if if, if if you start like delving into South Korean politics, and not not like I delve into South Korean politics because you know obviously I'm an American, so I don't care about other people's countries, but. They they are pretty so they're not totally totalitarian, but they are pretty heavy handed. I guess would be the better word about a lot of issues regarding their culture and their country and everything like that. So we're gonna go to this one next, huh? Yes. All right. Well, I I read the next one, so it's the uh, reason why we're kind of rushing through these here. We have to be start getting off the air at ten o'clock uh, for reasons that I'm not going to bring up right now. Um, I, that's not an announcement for me to make, but we have to be off at ten o'clock. Okay. So that having said, now we will be back to our three-hour format starting next week, back to six to nine normally, which okay. is good. 
Cool. Uh, this one is from escapismagazine.com as well. This is a Highlander one. Apparently, Kojima vows to leave the industry if his next project is a failure. Now, this is uh, Hideo Kojima. Uh, he's the one who makes Metal Gear Solid. Yes, he's, he's, the, he's the creator, lead designer, director of all the Metal Gear Solid games. I thought he did something else, too. I thought he had other games that he did. They're probably, because it falls under Konami. Konami right. does a ton of stuff. So. Anyway, so going to say he's given himself an ultimatum that if his next project does not succeed, he's going to quit. He says, quote, the next project will challenge a certain type of taboo. If I mess up, I'll probably have to leave the industry. However... I don't want to pass avoiding pass by avoiding that. I turned 47 this year. It's been 24 years since I started making games. Today, I got an ally who would happily support me in that risk. Although okay. it's just one person for a start. So, obviously, the question now begs, what the, the hell is he talking about? What what's What is he working on that's such a taboo? I, I was going to say, what taboo is there? That, I mean... I don't know. Is, is it a gaming taboo? Is it an online taboo? The next uh, project will challenge a certain type of taboo. If I messed up, I'll probably have to leave the industry. So if, if he thinks that it's that serious, I mean, is he talking about, like... Threesome, the MMO. That, that's the first thing I thought of was some sort of sexual thing. You get to play in a porn MMO. I don't know. You have to start off in, like... In, like, the dirtiest scum part of the red light district of L.A. And you have to work your porn star up to, like, uh, give me a famous uh, porn star. Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson's type quality. There you go. You have to be as famous as her. You have to launch your own porn company. And you have to make, like, 50 movies in 30 days. There you go. That, wow. I have an idea. That'd be interesting. Work the hole. That's, that, that, that's the name of the game. Work the hole. <laughs> work the hole. Schindler's Fist. Schindler's Fist. Jurassic Park. Jurassic all your Park. Favorites. All your favorites. Exactly. Exactly. Tell that story. Saving Ryan's privates. Sa- you you want me to tell that story? All right, real you quick. Real quick. Um, if you're not familiar with the Jim Rome show, it's a sports show. It's a syndicated American show. Emp and I used to listen to it. I don't really listen to it much anymore, and he doesn't listen to it at all. But anyway, actually, if you if you listen to Jim Rome and you listen to Emp, you'll hear subtle things. But I digress. I am not like Jim Rome. You are exactly like Jim Rome in many ways. Many ways. Many ways. But that's that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Someone's jealous. So, Go on. whenever he's not on the show, he has people come in and fill in for him. And one of the people that usually fills in on a somewhat regular basis is, is the actor Jay Moore. Jay Moore, one day when he was on the show, he was just a guest at the time. He wasn't hosting it. He started ripping on Cleveland. And if you're from America, you've heard all the same. The river caught on fire and the... Our entertainment district is a joke, and Cleveland sucks, blah, blah, blah. At least we're not Detroit. At least we're not, yeah. I, I love that video, by the way. It's an amazing video. So, Emp and I heard that Jim Rome was taking the week off. I don't know if it was a vacation week or if it was spring break, or I don't know what it was. But long story short, he was taking the week off. And on one of the days that he was going to be off, Jay Moore was going to be hosting the show. So I got it in my head that I was going to call up Jay Moore and make fun of him as much as possible before I got thrown off the air. And that, ha- that happens quite a bit on the show. The, the show is based on the fact that the callers have to not suck. And if the callers suck, they get run off the air immediately. So I, I knew that I wouldn't be on there very long. I don't, I don't even remember what it is that I, that I said to him. It's been so long. You went into Blockbuster and but, you wanted to rent his, his, his stupid movie with the guy beat your ass or even suggesting such a thing yeah it was something like that I, I obviously it would be funny if i remembered what it is that i said but anyway i the show started at noon so at like noon i'm sitting there frantically trying to dial because it's a national show so it's tough to get in 
and I actually got in. I couldn't believe it. I got through and it was ringing. And so I picked the, the whoever's on the other line picked up the phone and they're like, you know, Jim Rumshow. And I'm like, yeah, I want to talk to Jay Moore. It's like, okay, where are you from? I'm from Cleveland. It was like a pause. It's like, well, what do you want to talk about? They're like, well, I'm from Cleveland and Jay Moore's hosting the show. What do you think you want to talk about? <laughs> and the guy laughs and he's like, okay, you got it. So I get put on hold. And then the show starts, and Jay goes into his you know opening thing like most radio shows do. They start talking, the monologue, whatever. And then he goes to the callers, and then all of a sudden, like Cleveland gets the first call in, blah, blah, and like, oh my god, I don't believe it. They're going to have me go first. Unbelievable. So Jay's like, okay, I know I said some bad things about Cleveland, but it's all good now. We all love each other. Uh, Highlander from Cleveland, you're on the air. I obviously didn't say Highlander, and I got in, and like I said, I can't remember. Because it's it's been like over a decade. It's been over a decade. I think I know exactly what it was. You remember what it was? Because because he was listening. Because I, it's on a little delay, but he was listening to the show to see if I would get in. So laughing you, my ass you, off. You tell me what I, I can't believe I have to ask All what right. I said. But you tell me what he I said. He starts tearing into Jay Moore. He's like, "Yeah, hey Jay, uh, it's something like you know, I know you're you're hosting this show, and I know you don't like Cleveland, but the other day I went into Blockbuster and rent one of your crappy movies, and I went up to the guy and I couldn't find anything that was good. So I went up to the guy behind the counter. And I said. Uh, yeah, can you point me out to a, a good Jay Moore movie? And I he reached across and slapped the hell out of me, or or he beat my ass for even suggesting such a thing. So I, and then I think at that point, he, probably he, he cuts you off, cuts me like, off. And then and then this this is the punchline of the whole thing. And I'm not making this up. The the Jim Brum show is a three hour show, and I was the first caller, so probably I got in at like the the 20 minute mark. The entire rest of the show. Is all about me. The whole he, damn show. Jay Moore and 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 I mean, not an A-list actor, but an actor making plenty of money yeah, yeah. is so pissed so that someone, now. yeah, that someone called up and made fun of him. The whole rest of the show, and I swear to you, I'm not making this up. Just keeps bringing me up again and again, and he takes other callers. And he's, he's talking about it's a sports show. He talks about sports, but somehow it always seems to ratchet back to me. And he was making fun, like he was making fun of me. I, I think I called him a uh, lackey. I, I, I called him Jim, Jim Rome's lackey. lackey. That's right. Yeah. I called called him. Hey, I called him a lackey boy. I and he was so he, mad. Oh, at that. I remember what it was. You said he played second field to a bunch of toys. Yeah, and toys, like, so that pissed him off. Yeah, that was and small soldiers. That might have been it. That, that been pissed it. him off. That might have been it. But just the I'm serious. The whole like from twelve twenty to three o'clock, I I was about the show. I could not believe it. a national sports show. And it was all about me. That was that you're talking about when you trolled the uh, the embassy. That was probably my greatest trolling moment. That of all was time. bigger because more people heard it. <laughs> but and he goes on. He's like Cleveland. That's your representative. That's your guy. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, all those movies I made for you, Adam. All your favorites: Schindler's Fist, your ass lick. And then and then he starts going. He's like, "Geez, you, you make one bad movie and everyone rips on you." Yes. And he, <laughs> he starts feeling bad for himself because he he just came out with a movie called Mafia. Which is supposed to be like a oh, a like an movie. airplane type type spoof of uh, mafia movies, and it, it bombed it in the was theaters. Terrible with it, uh, Christian Applegate. I, I think that might have been Lloyd Bridges' last movie, but anyway, it, it was a horrible movie, and it just came out like a couple months ago, and it tanked. So obviously, he must have he must not have been feeling too well for himself for someone that he'd never met in his entire life. And I believe me, it's not like I totally like owned him like. Because I, I was only on oh, the air. I, don't know. I was only on the air like a minute. You ambushed but, him, dude. He <laughs> well, I, I did ambush him. He didn't expect I, it. Well, no, he didn't expect it. But seriously, his ego had been pretty, you know, pretty bruised already. <laughs> to have some guy call him up for a minute and then him to rant about it for three hours. I, I couldn't believe it. 
I just, I just kept listening to the show, and he just keep kept going back and talking about me. It's like, dude, just shut your mouth. We'll go to the next caller. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> no, unlike some, uh, our points are actually relevant. Uh, and, yeah. well, that's because people are actually listening. And uh, the other show, no one listens to. <laughs> literally, no, literally, no one, no one listens to. Uh, anyway, anyway that okay. Was good. That was um, was that before or after the uh, tour stop we went to? That was before, we because went- the the tour stop I think was was the highlight. I think it all kind of went down from there. Right, because after that we, I know I stopped kind of listening after that because it wasn't as. Once I got to meet the guy, mm-hmm. and it, it was clear to me he didn't know a lot about sports. It was just. All gimmick and no substance. It was really was, so. It's it's just more about him putting guess, out his his persona, so to speak. I, I don't want to you know rip on this guy because who the hell are we to rip on? Yeah, this exactly. Guy? And he's, he's on ESPN he's and everything else. Very successful. This yes. being Jim Rome himself, but having met the guy in person um, backstage, then went on. Yeah, uh, a stage. It's just uh, long. Long story short, uh, I think we told G- the story actually. Well, I'll do the thirty second version. Do it. Jim Rome would go around the country to do what he would call tour stops. And basically, he'd go to a place that could hold a lot of people, and everyone would show up, and he'd come out, and he'd be like, look at me, I'm Jim Rome, and everyone would go, yay, and then we'd all leave. So anyway, they had a contest there to do the best uh, smack-off. That's what they call on the, on the show when you call in. You're supposed to have, like, you're supposed to be a really good call, and you're supposed to make good points and be witty and fast, and then get the heck out of there. So they had a contest, and a bunch of us went up there. I went up there, too, uh, but Amp is the one who won. Just in the Wayu. Wayu. Yeah. <laughs> Crashing halt. Wayu. That's yeah. I'm trying to. I've always wondered how to spell that. I've never. Uh, it's it's got a Y and a way. U. Yeah. And there's a W in there. But anyway, he won the smack off, so he earned the rights to appear on stage in front of twenty thousand people with Jim Rome, and Jim Rome would talk to him for whatever reason. But anyway, he went backstage because he had to meet Jim Rome and. Figure out who's going to stand where and everything. So that's how we met Jim Rome. And the guy was just a flaming a hole, and we'll just leave it at that. So, since we're on, so people love these stories. Like I love the stories on this show. That's from Crispin, and you tell some of the best ones. Tell us because you were supposed to do a, a, a story time with Highlander, here, uh-huh. and you said you were going to do it this week. You were going to tell us oh, this week all right, all why right. it is you went bat nut crazy when you went to Orlando. All right. All so right. what turned you into the liberal well, people that you are today? We should have a why you drop in. We should have a why you drop in. Ooh, maybe we should make one. Maybe we'll make one next it'd, week. It'd be easy, next week. Be yeah. easy enough to do. Yeah. Take about two seconds. Well, I suppose I'll have to start with the religion. Be, be, and we're, uh, just bear in mind, we're going to talk about religion and politics, which is the two things you never talk about if you want to keep your friends. So it's all, it's all in fun. I, I don't put up with you. I don't hate anybody. Yes, you do. Don't take it personally if I say things that you don't agree with. And so just you. keep it all in perspective. I suppose I would have to start with the religion because the, the religion rolls into the politics, and you can probably figure out from there why it rolls into the politics. Uh, I was raised a Lutheran, which is a Protestant Christian. But even at like a very young age, a lot of it really did not jibe with me for whatever reason. I can remember when I was like eight years old going to my grandmother and asking what I think is even today still a pretty logical question, who made God? Because if everything starts back, you know, well, this happened because of this, and this happened because of this, logically, you end up going all the way back, and Christianity, it goes back to God. So obviously, then the, the question you ask is, well, then who made God? And my grandmother said, well, God was always there. No one made God. 
And I was nine years old, and I thought that that doesn't really make sense to me. Why, how could you know everything comes from something? So that, how do I really understand? But I was nine years old, and I went outside to play, and I didn't really think about it. But I suppose the the seed of doubt was planted right there. I suppose. And as I got older and older, and I started really reading the Bible and reading about Christianity and the history of Christianity and the history of other religions that happened around the same time as Christianity, like the mystery religions, for example, it, I don't want to say it dawned on me, but I started to notice things that didn't exactly connect or things that people were saying were one thing and ended up being another. And I know I'm being kind of ambiguous, but I didn't actually I, – what, what I wanted to do was, was come bone up on this and bring like a lot of stuff and remember all this kind of stuff. But I'm kind of doing this off the cuff, so please bear with me. Anyway, I, I would have to say that I was, I was a severe doubter probably, probably even before I met you. Really? I would, I would have to say so. Now, I, I still went through my confirmation, which I, it's, it's similar, I think, to what you guys go through with, with Catholicism. There's a point where you have to, for for Lutherans, there's a you have to go to classes, and then what you do is you yes, af- you affirm your baptism, confirmation. You, yeah, confirmation. Yes. You say yes, I agree that yes. I should have been baptized. So I went through all those classes, and for us, you have to learn about Martin Luther and why he broke away from Catholicism and all that kind of crazy stuff. And then I started reading about Martin Luther and found out what a horrible anti-Semite he is, which is actually true. He hated the Jews as much as Hitler. And yeah, I'm not. That the lies of the Jews. I believe yeah, yeah. He he, he thought the Jews um, really did not deserve anything and should have been wiped off the face of the earth. But uh, so that that sort of shaked things up for me, considering that I was raised a Lutheran. But uh, when did I when did I first read a book about atheism? I suppose it was probably my senior year of high school. I had read a book about that and. Up until then, I, I had still thought that there there was a God because I, I didn't really have any other explanation. And it, it didn't quite make sense to me, but I didn't have any other alternative. So what really am I going to do if I'm just going to, I don't know. So I started reading, I read a book about atheism and it was, I didn't know that I agreed with it all right then and there, but it was intriguing. But what really honestly sealed the deal, and it's really strange, I'm going to bring this up and some of you might recognize the name and kind of be shocked at this. The reason I became an atheist 100% was because of a voice actor named Vic Mignogna. If you're not familiar with Vic Mignogna, he is a, an anime voice actor uh, known primarily for Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, among other things as well, he's done a lot of other shows and everything. But if you meet him in real life, which I have many times, obviously we don't speak anymore, but at the time, and he still is. He is a born-again Christian, a very hardcore born-again Christian, uh, not afraid to talk about his faith, not afraid to talk about Christianity in any terms whatsoever. I met him in 2000 and, well, technically online 2002, but in person 2003. Uh, the Ohio Con 2003 was the first convention he ever attended. So we started talking and started talking about a bunch of stuff. And he started talking about his faith, and I was obviously very shaky with my faith at the time. I couldn't really answer a lot of the questions he was bringing up because I didn't have the knowledge. And he challenged me. He said, look, I guarantee you if you get a bunch of books on Christianity and a bunch of books that are against Christianity or atheism or whatever you want to call it, 
and you compare and contrast the two and you really delve and dig into it, you'll find that Christianity is absolutely the one true religion and Jesus was sent by God to save everyone and to have everyone repent their sins and to be saved and go right. to heaven. So I took him up on his challenge and I bought a lot of books. I mean a lot of books. I must have at least 60 books about religion, about, and not just all anti-religion. There's, there's a lot of pro books that I have. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of a couple that obviously I don't think they're good, but are really do a hardcore job of trying to sell Christianity. The God delusion. Uh, that's an anti one. I'm trying to think of a, of a pro one. uh, the evidence that demands a verdict, by Josh McDowell, who is the president of Campus Crusade for Christ. He has a pretty huge book. We don't have to pick out, I mean, individual ones. Right, right. But anyway, anyway, I read through a lot of it, and as I started comparing and contrasting, rather than what Vic was hoping would happen, the opposite happened. I, I started reading, and I found myself agreeing more and more with the atheistic perspective of everything. And it wasn't anything that, like, I... I like on day this, I was Christian, and on day this, I was an atheist. It was a slow process where I just started feeling, well, I, I don't really know. And I decided to try on the atheist clothes just real quick and see if anything would happen. No, I'm still here. And I didn't get struck by lightning. Well, yeah, that doesn't happen right away. Right. Okay, so right. so anyway, that's how that happened in terms of why I'm not a Christian anymore. And as far as the religious, the the political aspect of it, a lot of it boils down to George W. Bush. I voted for George W. Bush in the 2000 election, uh, one of the biggest mistakes I feel that I've ever made in my life. But as I started getting more into politics, and I mean, I was sort of into politics, but I started really paying attention to politics afterward. I, I realized that the guy was, a, to me, a, a complete and total jackass. The, the guy failed at everything he did, and not only that, but he, he seemed to revel in what I guess is called anti-intellectualism. He, he's ignorant on many things and enjoys being ignorant on many things. He thinks it's, it's the proper thing to do. You, that people that are smart or people that are educated or people that are educated in certain topics are wasting their time. Just so many things that he, in my opinion, that he totally messed up that it it turned me off a lot from the Republican Party. And up until then, I had never really read anything by any Democrat whatsoever, simply because I was raised in a Republican family, so much so that in the eighth grade, I actually went out on my own and bought Rush Limbaugh's 1992 book, The Way Things Ought to Be, in eighth grade, no less. A good book, by the way. So as I started paying attention to what was going on with the Republican Party, it became clear to me that the Republican Party was all about, besides big business and things like that, which never really appealed to me in the first place, that they never seemed to really care so much about poor people, except when the elections come around and then they seem to pander to them, while, of course, going to big business in order to get the generated funds or whatever and then promise that they'll give them tax cuts and Somehow that's going to trickle down to the poor people, even though these rich people seem to hold on to their money and not give it to the poor people. They seem to put it into accounts in the Cayman Islands. And 
take their take all the jobs and take them off to Mexico or take them off to India and all that kind of stuff. And On a related be, note, mm-hmm. they just revealed the taxes for Biden and for uh, Obama. Guess how much Biden gave to charity this year? I honestly don't know. Less than $5,000. Less than $5,000. Guess how much Obama gave? I don't know. Not much more than that. Not Continue. Much more? Okay. So the other real reason that drove me away from the Republican Party was the religion aspect of it, which is why I brought up religion in the first place. The, if you're not here in America, the Republican Party has really become the party of Jesus. I would disagree with that, but go ahead. The, the religious... Being Republican, then I, well, the, being the, conservative, I am. The but. religious right, and that's it, the right wing of the Republican Party, and the highly religious part, more importantly, the Protestant evangelical religious part of the Republican Party has really taken over the entire party. And it became clear to me that if if I believed what I believed and there is no God, I, I really can't be hanging out with these people that seem to base everything they do, I mean everything, about the Bible and about God. And that sort of started to turn me off as well to the Republican Party. So much like what I did, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it short from here on out, much of like what I did with Vic Mignogna and comparing and contrasting, I started picking up books on the Democratic Party and on progressivism and liberalism and all that. And I found myself, I didn't, now I don't agree with 100% of it, but I found myself agreeing more with what they were having to say than what, say, conservatism was having to say. So like, like I said, it wasn't like a one-day process, but gradually... I found myself gravitating toward that particular political spectrum. And that probably concludes it. Unless you have any questions. And that makes you the douchebag you are today. Well, there you go. Very interesting. So really, it was a religious thing that led into a political thing, which led to the religious thing. Really? It started with the religious thing. Because to to me, the the Republican Party, if if, if you're not an evangelical Christian, and I know that you're Catholic and everything, but if you're not an evangelical Christian, uh, Mm -hmm. really there doesn't seem to be room in the party for you there for whatever reason and like i say it's, it's been happening since the 1980s with the religious right in america uh they they just seem to have taken over the republican party in terms of what they say what they do their how they generate funds for the party they it, it just seems to be all about the evangelical christian movement How's and the republican change party. working out for you uh, much, much better than the uh, yeah, we're, we're much Bush's retarded son. Yes, right. We're we're much better off now. Than we were. All right, moving on. Well, <laughs> thank you. Now that I know what I I was interested in how that happened. It was kind of a, a very weird change when you came back here from Orlando after a couple of years. Like like I said, probably by the time I had left for Orlando, I I I'd have to say I was probably atheist, but I didn't want to admit it. Well, and that's fine. But as since I mo- when I moved down to Orlando, it was like a fresh new start. So I said, well, you know, no one really knows me if I just. So I, I like I said, I, I tried on the atheist suit of clothes, and I found I didn't get burned at the stake, and I didn't get struck by lightning. So yes, because we don't burn people at the stake. Not anymore. No, thanks to actually that was a very overblown thing, by the way. That yeah, was a look into that. Wow. One. Yes. Oh no, no, no! Get me wrong. It happened. Right. Historically, it did not happen near to the degree that people thought it did well it's kind of like the dark ages wasn't exactly a dark age plenty of other things that happened but anyway we're not gonna we're not gonna get into it yes because i will bury you when it comes to history moving mm, on whatever all right nintendo's problem nintendo's problem we got 20 minutes left all right so we'll, we'll i'm glad we got to the story though because we've been kind of teasing that for like the last three weeks you know, that's so. true yeah that's true all right uh nintendo's problems i'll paraphrase it real here basically this particular person uh mike kremer uh it's on snctimes.com it's a 
it's a blog pretty much, but his his position is that Nintendo has some serious problems coming up in the future, mainly because their technology is not as powerful as Sony's and Microsoft's. Who called it? And also more to the point, uh, and I never really thought about this, but it's true. A lot of their games are really just rehashes of previous, previous games. games. Yeah, all their if Absolutely. you think about all their major franchises are decades old. It's the Mario franchise. Yep. It's the Zelda franchise. Yep. It's the Metroid franchise. Yep. And really, this this guy saying, well, I mean, when when the next console comes out, it's really just going to be Super Mario that console and. Legend of Zelda, that console, and Metroid, that console. And really, it's that seems to be a problem because they're not generating new content. It's basically the same game again and again. You know, and, again. and I said the exact same thing. And I called this shot before the Wii came out. And for those listening to the Empress Court back then, I can probably dig up the archives somewhere. I know Mystic Mim heard me ranting about this. I know Baron Von Gosu did. I said the exact same thing. I said, when the Nintendo Wii comes out, it'll be cool for about a year because of the novelty. You're able to actually get up, move your arms, get into it. Everyone's going to have these big Trogdor arms because they're playing Zelda. You get to slash the sword. And after about a year, people are going to realize it's boring. The developers aren't going to want to make their games and completely uh, redesign them for the Wii. Because if you think about it, the PlayStation, the Xbox, the design of the game isn't that different. You can port one over to the other without a great deal of difficulty. Which is the reason why we saw Final Fantasy thirteen for the Xbox as yeah. well as the PlayStation. Yeah, and that, that's happening a lot. A lot of the games Absolutely. now are coming out for PS3 and for Xbox. Cross-platform, yes. Yeah. And the reason why is because nobody wants to invent their own specific controller for their own. Sp- How many different controllers are there for the for the Wii? If you think about it, there's, guns, there's a lot. lightsabers, fishing hooks, the, the Wii classic. Fit, the, yes. Yeah. Okay. That and you just said it's not as powerful. It doesn't have the versatility. No, it's, of the it's PlayStation slightly does. less powerful. Yeah. Right. I mean, they've now they've got Netflix. Wow, you can stream Netflix on a Wii. It's very limited. It's not near as good as you can do on the other two. Right. It still isn't Blu-ray. It still can't play DVDs. Um, you can surf the internet very basically. I mean, most of it, it. I tell you what, we only break it out for parties. Yeah, you know that. When we have people true. over, we do you know drunken Mario driving. That's it. And then, like 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 this article said, and I, I thought about it and realized it's true. Uh, they 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 live and die by their decades old franchises. And uh, I'll, I'll give you a quick quote. I have fond memories from all three of these franchises: Mario, Legend of Zelda, and Metroid. But it feels like Nintendo is simply taking the same plots repackaging the games with motion controls, and then shipping them out to the fans. And I agree 100%. And look at the franchises we've got. You have Mario, the Mario games, mm-hmm. Mario Kart, Mario Party, Mario everything. Mario Golf. Yeah. you got Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda. It's, it's really, yeah, when Metroid. you really think about it, yes. it really is the same game again and again and again. I tell you, the one thing I probably enjoy the most, um, uh-huh. the Wii has been the WiiWare, getting uh, Final Fantasy IV After Years, the uh-huh. sequel. That was cool. It was the old school actual thing. You know, the new Mega Man game that came out. Mm -hmm. That was cool. It was the old school. But other than that, that's it. Hang on. At the very bottom. Consequently, Nintendo's stranglehold in the console war has slipped in recent years, decreasing price for both 360 and PS3 consoles. Right. Nintendo responded to the new price tags by dropping the price of the Wii by 50 bucks. Nobody cares. Right. However, 360 and PS3 added more critically acclaimed titles like, and we discussed this two weeks ago, remember mm-hmm. that all the big games, we were trying to figure out why the numbers in February dropped, Yeah, considering the lineup. Heavy Rain, God of War 3, Bioshock 2, and Final Fantasy 13. It appears as if 2010 will be the year of the PlayStation 360. Yeah, they will, because all, all, all the good games are coming out for those two systems, and then Wii is like some kind of other universe, really, yes. when you think about it. It's, if, if you're, if you're going to make a game, you make it either for PS3 or 360 or for Wii. There's no denying that the Wii is a, a home run. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely yeah. for Nintendo. Yeah. But 
is for a next generation console, it does not have the longevity of the other two. No. The other two have years to go before, Absolutely, they, finally, yeah. before they have to bring out a new At one. least four or five more years, yes. at least. The Wii, on the other hand, it's dated and it's in trouble. And yeah. I said that right from the get go. And I think a lot of people are probably aware of it that the limitations that set was that system was going to have. Right. They didn't catch anybody by surprise. I'm not sure why why this guy seems so shocked by this. And the tone of the of the blog seems to think like He's just surprised Nintendo. Look, you can come out with different kind of games and franchises, and I suppose there's a whole variety of things, a whole new genre with the with the Wii Motion. Okay, right. But again, there's only so much you can do with that before it becomes. Well, I wave my arms the exact same way in this game as I did in the other. Right. The only difference is I'm swinging a bat. Now I'm swinging a sword. Now I'm throwing a ball. Now you're hitting a golf club. It's the same damn thing. Absolutely. So again, that. So yeah. So basically, the the gist is that right now they're fine. But how long is that going to last before gamers wake up and realize that they're just rehashing the same old ideas? It's kind of funny over here. Poll, which political affiliation are you? Democrat, Republican, <laughs> or moderate? Moderate. What? Because these are obviously in the extreme left or right because you can't possibly be a moderate and still be one or the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, it gets Whatever. my ass. <laughs> okay. We're running out of time here. All right. Uh, you want to do that one? No, want I want to do, do this one because right. we've been holding on to this one for a week now. And I oh, we're going to do this one. Okay. It's dated to begin with. It is dated if the the game itself came out in 2006, but for some reason, CNN just recently brought it up about because it's two CNN. weeks ago now. All right. So everyone's bringing it back up again. This is from the Belfast Telegraph.co.uk, of course, .uk. Right. Ass. British. <laughs> Somebody asked me what I would do if I had Bill Gates' money, and it was kind of funny. The guy across from me, uh, Pete, said, I'd, I'd go out and get myself a nice IRA. And Paul looked at me. He's like, I know. He looked at me. He's like, I know what Dave's going to say. I said, I'm going to go buy myself the IRA. <laughs> wow. Okay. Actually, I just buy Northern Ireland. What's their gross domestic product? Like twenty billion? I don't. If I got know. Bill Gates money, I'd buy and sell their ass four times over. Never bothered to. I would to buy it and just give it away. But anyway, okay. the The title is Amazon selling rape simulation game, a game that involves the player stalking victims and then raping them in a virtual world, is being offered for sale by online retailer Amazon.com. Little Rex, uh, don't go out and buy this game just because it has rape in it. Calm down. The the shocking rape simulator called Rape Lay. <laughs> is set in Japan and carries a sickening game description on the Amazon website. An MP, that's a member of Parliament, Parliament yeah. said last night that he plans to raise the issue in Parliament. Reviews by gaming websites have expressed horror at the basis of the game. One website review describes, quote, tears glistening in the young girl's eyes, unquote, as she's attacked in graphic detail. Players begin the game by stalking a mother on a subway station before violently raping her. Then they move on to attack her, her two daughters, described as virgin schoolgirls. I, I, uh, and then really, it just keeps kind of going on from there. Pregnancy and abortion are listed as key features. If she does become pregnant, you're supposed to force her to get an abortion. Otherwise, she gets more and more visibly pregnant each time you have sex. What? Only in Japan, man. And you, now, I, I, I know where you're going to go. and Go oh, ahead yeah, and go. It, but yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a, a different take on it. Okay. But go ahead. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. Actually, I was going to ask you a simple question. It's a okay. question I've asked you before because I believe your expertise on the culture is much better than mine. Okay. Whereas the history, I think I would be stronger than you. And my question is, why? Why is Japan like this? Why is it that the most out-of-the-blue, nut-job, weirdo stuff? Why, I don't know, but I'll, I'll roll into what I was going to say. Okay. I do agree that there's a lot of crazy nut-job stuff that comes out of Japan. Yes. But having said that... If you look at statistics for crime and things like this, 
in Japan as compared to the rest of the world, Japan is among the safest countries in the entire world. Compared to other industrialized countries, Japan is one of the lowest, if not the lowest, in things like murder, right. in, things like, in things like rape, for bringing that up. So if, if you're asking me why, if I'm going to extrapolate, I would say it's because they're, they're open to the idea, and I know that sounds strange, they're open that they realize that things like this happen, and rather than trying to cover it all up and bottle everything in, they use these kind of things as releases. So rather than, I I, I know this sounds sick, but ra- rather is a, okay. Fred says Japan has a much higher rate of suicide, though, which is true. Probably, but in, if you look at terms of murder, of rape, of you know, all that, every other kind of of crime index, Japan is among the safest societies. Probably, probably maybe bordering on like the Scandinavian countries, like Norway and, and Sweden, everything like that. So my my particular position would be that. They use those as releases. And I know that sounds sick, and it, it's sick to me, but if they're playing this game, then they're not raping women. And it's, it's a sick yeah, game. Yeah, it's much healthier. The, the, the statistics, I, I don't know. I, correlation Careful. does not prove that, you know, so I, I can't prove that because there's games yeah, like this, this, all this that it's, it's, all, it's all conjecture, yeah, right. but... It's it's my belief that because as a society they're open to this that the you know the things that are considered perverted are quote unquote in the mainstream or mainstream enough compared to other countries that they find releases through that they they acknowledge that those impulses exist in society and they use things like that to, to release dating sims dating rape sims games, tentacle yes porn hentai which I think is disgusting but. Your hand that collection there, is like over 300 videos, there, so you can... Please. All right, all right 200 none. videos. Go ahead. I own none. But if basically they're doing that, and they're, they're, they're watching that, and that's where they get their jollies off on. And they're doing that, and they're not killing people, and they're not raping. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen in Japan. I'm saying it happens way, way less as compared to other countries like America, like the U.K., Australia. Australia. Grimhound. The first lady of Japan believes she was abducted and probed by aliens. I'm not kidding. I don't know that that's true, but my congressman believes in aliens and thinks that they have visited us. So that's not so, out of the realm of impossibility. So maybe, like, like I said, I, I think it's disgusting, but if, I mean, there's, I, I don't see a reason with them being banned from selling the product. To be honest with you. If really? You want my, really. Okay, well, here's the problem with that. Maybe in Japan, those problems aren't rampant. And maybe in Japan, those games maybe not influence them to go out and rape real people. The problem is these games are not being sold just in Japan. They're being sold to all people of all kinds and all nations. Where those games may affect and give people the wrong idea, the wrong impressions, or give them, you kind of lead down that dark path they may ordinarily Mm -hmm. not go. I think it's, I, I don't believe that anything like that should be available for anybody. For any reason, release or otherwise. Those are not natural thoughts of a normal person. Those are criminal thoughts of a very deviant person, person who needs help. If any time you think that you need to rape a woman or want to fantasize about it or even play a game revolving around it, that you have something sick with you. Probably. And those kind of games agree. should not be made. I mean, that's like you know, making a child porn game. Well, just because they don't go out and do it doesn't mean we can't make a game about it. It's a release for them. Well, that doesn't make it right. 
And you make a game like that, and you, get, you put it in the hands of the wrong person, maybe they go out and start doing it now. I mean, it's that trigger. Uh, and this goes back to the censorship thing, which we've come up before. It, but it, I think it does roll is, back to the censorship. This is way off thing. the reservation. This is way out there. There, to me, I, I don't see of any real defense. I, this is indefensible position, as far as I'm concerned. A, a game based on raping people and then trying to force them to get abortions. Now, now understand that is it's perfectly legal in Japan to make those games. Right. It's not illegal. It's not like the people that made that game did illegal something here. illegal. I, I don't. I don't think it's illegal here to make a game like that if you wanted to. I, I honestly don't know. I've, I've not looked it up. All these ever come up. I agree with M for one since I believe that. Lollicon should be illegal. Not okay. You don't know what what lollies are? Apparently not. You don't? Well, perhaps you describe it. Maybe it's know. it's pretty similar to what this game. A, a, a lolly is a, a young girl, probably like like preteen or younger, and okay, the, so the, the whole me. the whole genre is, equals pedophilia. I, no, I, it's 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 basically child pedophilia. Yeah, I, I'm surprised I don't know that one. Yeah, guys, yes. underage animated females, I'm all and about they Lala and the whole is when you draw them, you draw them very provocatively. So they wear like very short skirts. They wear isn't that every anime I've ever seen? Well, we're talking about like anime? we're talking about like nine year olds and things like that. That's disgusting. People should be shot, dragged out. I mean, like Garfield style, dragged out in the street and shot. No, I, I've never heard the term. I, 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 that's not really something I follow. I. Ugh. So where's the? I'm gonna go back to the article oh, real sorry. quick. No, it's okay. Uh, yeah, because I don't remember the. Crap. What? What the hell? Are we go to Wikipedia for? I don't. I think you clicked on something. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, last night, Labor MP Keith Vaughn said he was shocked that Amazon are allowing people to purchase such a game and plans to raise the issue. I, I believe that Amazon stopped selling it. Right. Because this, this story is dated. It's only it's, it's dated. Yeah, they, they did. They did stop it. Um, does it end right down there? I'm trying to blah, blah, blah. Um, Vaz stated people who are watching a film at the cinema cannot participate in what's happening on the screen, or if they do, they are removed from the cinema. <laughs> uh, however, when people play these things, they can interact. They can shoot people. They can kill people. Uh, as the honorable gentleman said, they can rape people. And then there's the update saying that Amazon removed it. I, it may not be illegal to make those things. It may not be illegal to sell them. But I would think a company would have enough common sense to realize and say, do we really want to put our corporate image behind selling it, uh, uh, something like this? Even if we don't endorse it, mm-hmm. we're still selling it. When that's passive, you know, we're condoning this passively and nothing else. Well, I, I, it's, it's very indefensible. But if all, all I can say is that in terms of censorship, I, I really believe that either everything should be allowed or nothing should be allowed. It, once, once you start putting up blocks like this is no not this no not that but I, it's I think very have difficult a very very hard time finding anybody to defend this and say this is art this needs to be out there pornography is one thing because it's two consenting adults or more or whatever this is actually you're participating in something where there it's not consensual it's one of the most heinous crimes you can do to a person and then forcing them to have an abortion whether you agree with it or not, forcing somebody to do it, I don't think even abortion or pro-choice people will get behind that. I, I would never force someone to have an abortion, but, no. And that's part of the game. Right, but that, that's, that, that's my point is that it's a game. It's not real. It doesn't really happen. Does and, it and, and like I said, I, I can't prove that there's a correlation, but a lot of that freaky stuff comes from Japan, and Japan's one of the safest societies. Women hardly ever get raped. There's hardly any murders. Except are women treated the same way there they are in the rest of the Western world? 
Because I would submit to you that Japan's a Western nation. No, Japan's not a Western nation. Oh, I they're don't know they're that. an industrialized nation, but no, they're not a Western nation. I don't know. They're, mm. There's a huge difference in society between Japan and say Australia, which is around the same same. Obviously, they're mm. northern southern. I would actually debate part of this if we had the time. Which we yeah, we only have two more minutes. So crap, we got to go. Yep. Uh, so maybe uh, we'll we'll save this for next week. All right, crap. I just realized that, and I also realized I've got two pictures going tomorrow. I got to put up my lineup. Yeah, don't start. I will make sure that I get this set up this weekend for the new baseball, uh, the Yahoo Baseball, Fantasy Baseball League. Okay, so we got to uh, hit the music. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, uh, we only have two minutes, so uh, we're not going to bring up what we learned, I suppose, because we got to get the heck off. Well, we have a couple minutes of grace period. Really uh, okay. All right, what have we learned today? Well, we learned that Japan is still whacked out. I, I, I completely agree with you. Japan is wacky, but just because I think it's wacky doesn't mean that I have to ban everything. Right? So. That's just my opinion. Uh, you uh, learned why I'm the way I am in That's terms of religion and politics. Uh, we learned that I've got bad wrists and uh, due to, well, I can't say a porn addiction, but due to a gaming addiction and the fact that I work 10 hours a day at a computer, um, I wasn't able to get the podcast up earlier in the week. So I will get that up. Well, it's already up, but I'll make sure this one gets up uh, tomorrow. Uh, we learned that Nintendo might have problems because he's going to be rehashing the same titles again and again. And, and their system isn't quite as powerful as the other two. But you know, Nintendo has banked their way in the last five, six years on handhelds anyways. They control the handheld market with nobody challenging them. I mean, you can make an argument that PSC, PSP is good, and it is. And it's more versatile than the DS, but I mean, let's be honest. They don't have Actually, the same b- believe it or not, uh, there are more people that play games on the iPhone than on the PSP. And that's another thing is too. But is we're going to get into all that. Right. Yeah, I don't want to get into all that, but I, I read a statistic where. Oh, no, I believe no, it. I yeah. actually believe Nintendo's it. far and away the most, but, right, but I, iPhone is more than. The PC. question would be if you really put those against each other, are those really some kind of games? Yeah, that's a whole different genre. Right. Uh, uh, learned that uh, I trolled Jay Moore, and it was very well. one of the. I, I st- still to this day, I can't believe he got that mad about it. I learned that I've taken down the donation list for the computer. I will make sure I take that down. Uh, on the website as well. Uh, I learned that Wikipedia still doesn't find the Emperor's Court notable enough to have an article on it. But one day, when we're notable enough, and they want to put an article up, I will delete it myself and say, absolutely <laughs> not, Wiki nerds. You don't deserve uh, me. I'll make my own. Uh, we learned that uh, Hideo Kojimi's next project might be so risque that he, if it fails, he'll leave the industry altogether. Uh, I also learned that Clash of the Titans is a very mediocre movie. I haven't seen it, but I already knew that going in. Yeah, it's all when it's one of those popcorn films, it's like, look at the explosions. It's the, the story obviously takes a But you seat. know what? There are, there are some very good popcorn. 300? Oh, an awesome popcorn movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, visually, I'm sure it's fantastic, but uh, even visually, I'm not, yeah. not going to go watch Class of the Titans for the epic story because right. I already no, know what's going to happen. He, he's going to go around. He's going to fight the CG monsters, and he's going to win in the end. In the end. Yeah, the problem was it was crappy getting to that point. Really? Well, the original Clash of the Titans was much better, and I don't know what the hell the story was. It sure as hell was not the story of Perseus that I remember. So that there was no Kraken. There's, no, there's never a Kraken. Kraken's a Nordic term. It wasn't even a, a squid. It was, a, it was like a fish. Right. In the original, if I remember right. It's been years since I've seen it. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's see. I want to thank uh, UGT Servers, our sponsor here at VGTWProductions.com, or at least currently our only sponsor. Wanted to thank them. Check it out. VGT, VG, uh, UGT, UGT Dash Ventrilo Servers. Yes. Yeah, you got to put the dash in there. UGT Dash Ventrilo Servers, Ventrilo.com. Yeah, yeah. Yes. UGT Dash Ventrilo.com. So our clan does not use it, but you should. And if they wanted to find about our clan? Then go to Clan1G.net. Home of the Guard. Go Guard. Home of Clan of the Guard. I believe Mechawk is looking for players 
to play the Wii game, uh, which is Monster <laughs> Hunter, oddly enough. M- Monster Hunter Tron. Yes. So uh, we'll hook him up there. I sent up the forums. Join us in the conversation. Also, don't forget to check us out at vtwproductions.com. Join us the Amphor Score forums. I am also not doing Shoutcraft anymore, so this show, the Amphor Score, will move back to its normal time from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern starting next week. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Emperor's Court. It's all one word. And on Facebook, join us. I didn't plug that at all, which is we got to make up another like a, like a little plug for that. Yeah, just we'll plays. Yeah. Join us on Facebook. Just search for the Emperor's Court and join us. Uh, you'll find it easy to find. Uh, I think it's the one thing none left. Our IRC rep and our go-to monkey for getting some of the articles and Mechahawk as well. Unfortunately, none of the music we used tonight was anything submitted by him, but some of the articles we did use were submitted by him. He's our show contributor. Uh, let's see. I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. Don't forget, this is a copyrighted broadcast, new transmission, which is not authorized. Let me consider myself. What you're not going to get, so don't ask. And that covers all old shows, whether done here or done somewhere else. You have been put on notice. You know who you are. By the way. Uh, we don't have time for that one. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. So long, everybody.